0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: What's going on? It's your girl Shanti and you are tuned in with D. What's
2: going on? Everybody, thank you for tuning in to On Air with your one and only rock and Mike David Dwayne in the place to be. My Fierce Wings Radio up in the same. What it do? What it do? What it do? How's everybody feeling? Happy Wednesday. Listen, we're back with another show because, you know, we just do this every Wednesday, 10 to 12 Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we just about to deliver the best of the best of tonight. Listen, we've got our interview that we did on IG Live with Rob Markman. Tori Taylor, and Sean Garrett. Oh, my goodness. Amazing, 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 guys. And um, listen, I feel like there's no other way but to kick these shows off, We'll kick tonight's show off, getting right into the interview. So without further ado, let's kick off with this Sean Garrett interview. Absolutely was amazing. We did this a few weeks ago on IG. And if you guys aren't following me on IG, guess what? It's at David Dwayne. We do our interviews on IG Live, too, and we do them, first of all, we do our interviews every which way we can, because we're about constant, baby. So, yeah, content is key, and um, this is one of my favorite interviews that I've done within the last few weeks, so tune in, guys, check it out, right, here we go, right now, Dave Dwayne, Sean Garrett, let's
0: get it, yay! Happy
2: Wednesdays, everybody, listen, 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 like I said, we back, we back, we back, And tonight, we're going to have the Grammy Award winning songwriter, producer, artist, Sean Garrett on with us. Y'all know him from his hits with Usher, Nicki Minaj, Destiny's Child, Beyonce, Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige. Whew! Did I say Usher? (laughs) Usher. And um, we're just going to be having a real dope conversation. So, everybody, listen. Stay tuned. Get your ass here. Be here. It's going down like... We about to have a good-ass show. Like, I'm excited. Let's get Sean in here. I see him. And let's get this conversation going. So make sure, if y'all have any questions, comment below. I'm looking forward to this. It's about to be dope. Let's get it. First
3: time. Yo, yo. Sean, what
2: up, man?
3: Man, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me, dog. I ain't gonna,
2: listen, I ain't going to kill you.
3: Technology won't stop us, So That's the thing. Technology won't stop us, baby. Phone nah. tripping and shit. But we back on this motherfucking here.
2: Yeah, we in this thing. So I gotta say, first of all, thank you so much for you know this opportunity to speak to you because listen, you are one of my favorite artists, songwriters, and I'm not just capping. because. Man, hold on, hold on, don't no, no cap, no cap, because no I can't.
3: Don't yo, listen, don't give me the cap. Don't give no me the cap.
2: cap. No cap. But What's I your favorite
3: it, song? What's your favorite note, song of mine? Favorite
2: for, for, what the songs that you've written, Brandy? Do you know what I have? Put it okay. put it down like. Okay. Um. Kiki Palmer, like there are so many records that people do not realize that you have written. You You're know what
3: I'm saying? Okay, 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 okay. Button, okay. Let, me, button, let me dial back. Okay, this? let me dial back. You went. See, you went. Yeah, you went. You went. You went. You went. Okay, okay. I'm okay. I'm fucking with you. Okay. I got a real. I got. I got a real one right here. I got a real one right yeah, here. Okay. Listen, I, listen man. Forever, but listen, for me being correct. for me for me being late, Dave. I'm I'm gonna give you a little extra conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, I, I held you, I held you a little long, bro. I, pro, I apologize. I was in a session. My phone started fucking tripping. I couldn't get through, but you know what? I'm going to be respectful enough to give you a great interview. So <laughs> have at it, brother. Have I at appreciate
2: it. it. So Sean, you've been in this business for an over a decade. It's like they're going into two decades now and okay. just, you know, the success that you've had and the things that you have done, like how does that make you feel? Like you've you've written brandy. I mean, Usher. I can still keep going on on on. Usher's
3: yeah, Usher's Yeah, Sierra's Sierra. Goody, Pussy, uh, let, let, me name all, let me name all the let me name the, all the number ones. Just this my first ten singles were Hot One Hundred Number Ones. Uh-huh. And for those for those who don't know the difference between a Hot One Hundred Number One and an R and B Oh. Let's, number
2: break one. let's break it down.
3: Hot One Hundred Number Ones are the records that cross over every genre of music and end up being on the biggest chart there is on Billboard. It's called the Hot One Hundreds. Exactly. Um, I have i have been blessed enough to be a part of uh, writing and producing eighteen of those number one records.
2: Oh shit, Luda's jumped in.
3: Oh big Luda. Oh my God. God. So 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 ludicrous. um, now that he's jumped in, what's up Luda? Um Luda's like one of my really good friends, but at the same time He's one of my inspirations. Um, when I came back, I'm from Camelton Road, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I moved to Europe when I was like five years old. So when I came back to Europe, I mean, came back, when I would come back and forth as a young kid um, from Europe to to America, you would see a lot of these amazing artists blowing up in America. And, you know, you know you from the same place they from. Right. And you'd be like, damn, man, like one day I want to be as dope. My perspective was not necessarily being as big as these artists, but I wanted to be as dope as these artists.
1: Uh-huh. You know what
3: I love most about somebody like Luda? Luda was like, okay, everybody know that, and for those who don't know, but he was a he was a radio disc jockey, yep. um, you know what I'm saying, in and, in and, 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 um in Atlanta, and he he came through with a sound that was completely different than anybody that was popping, right? And right. Luda, Luda broke a lot of barriers. He was doubted. People um, you know, people like didn't ever think he would become who he became.
1: Yeah. But I think so I think, much more.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Ludacris is probably one of the most dynamic incredible artists of our time. Because his songs right. are so dynamic, he can rock the fuck out of party, but every time you hear a looter record, it's a different type of energy. That's oh. how I wanted that's how I wanted to be as a creative um artist. You know what I mean? And I don't just look at myself as a songwriter or a producer or or just an artist. I just look at myself as a creative, right? And yeah. look at myself as a hit maker. So um but I've been so blessed, man. Yeah, it was a record that changed the world. I can always share um until my dying days with Ludacris, Usher and Lil John the number one record that we did to change the fucking world, man, the number 14 song on the greatest hits of all time, Hot 100 list right now today is a, is a record called Yeah that was hated on, that was not, people didn't believe in the record, man, but it all right. came yeah. together, and all of us, man, to this day are superstars in our own right. And that's the shit that, that's called Black Power that's called
4: yeah, like excellence. that's uh-huh. called
3: black ex- excellence that's called from the dirt that's called believing in yourself that's called the struggle you know what i'm saying yeah. because that was something that um and everybody loves that song white people black people gays um europeans internationally that's just one of the biggest fucking songs of the 2000s and to be honest with you I think if you talk to Usher or talk to me or talk to Luda uh, or talk to Lil John, we Uh all are – that's four people who really believe in culture. Yeah. And I don't think any of us – I don't think any of us are biased. I don't think any of us are people who are um, racist or we got a problem with gays or we have a problem with anybody that's different than us.
0: Right. i think i think
3: we I think we really love everybody and and we have our perspective, we have our stance, but at the same time we love everybody, and that's why the music that's why that song came out to be what it really is. I think that's the emotion of the music that we were able to create and be a part of um is is really it's almost like what you see is what you get,
1: yeah, you know what I'm saying,
3: and um i just I can't be more thankful um and more appreciative of like, you know, just my whole my whole my whole voyage, man, like my yeah. whole journey, you know what I'm saying? It's just been and all of y'all, man, like <clears throat> for you to say that you really love me and respect me and appreciate my music is real because without fans, or without people who respect you, without journalists, without bloggers, without television, anchors, mm-hmm. all that shit. Like yeah. without all of the involved to make you whoever you are, that's the shit that like really turns your your life into a legacy. You feel yeah. me? So I think the understanding of that is really important for the next generation and for people who's listening to like understand that. Like you got to understand that type of shit too. When you, when you actually in the midst of creating, right. you got to think about the people that you create the music for and, Understanding that you know, like you're trying to give off an energy that the people that can't or don't desire to give off this energy but want to enjoy this energy,
2: yeah, mhm,
3: you understand what Probably I'm saying, right. yeah um, that's what's important.
2: no, it really is important, and I'm glad that you broke that down the way that you did, and just like how incredible yeah was, and even uh even goodies like that record with Sierra like psh, lose my breath. <laughs> I'm talking Amen. about like just records that were so classic that are so classic. Every time that they perform, soldier, like, soldier, like what the fuck, Sean like
3: diva, diva goddamn, you feel me, fucking. I want
2: to ask you about soldier and just like get yeah, me body,
3: goddamn, upgrades you, goddamn, radio right. right. along, goddamn.
2: Every, everything. <laughs> is ATL is. shot it. ATL, shot, A-T-L, shot, it.
4: A-T-L shot it. You really be
2: pining. So, I was going to ask you another question, but I'm not going to do that because I'm, nah, I'm. go kidding. ahead.
3: So, go ahead, dog. I'm. I'm gonna give you what you ask me whatever, dog. I'm. You owe, Yeah, I owe it to you, dog. It's all good. What, oh what no you doubt. What you got?
2: No doubt. So I wanted to ask, like, just growing up in Europe and then originally being from Atlanta, like, what? How did you like just stay in with like music? How did you even gain the love of music? Like, where did it
3: start for you? I mean, man, you know, if you're from Atlanta, dog, like. Man, I'm from Camilton Road. Anybody that live in Atlanta, goddamn, like my mama used to go to Mr. B. My mom used to dance on Soul Train. My mom used to mm. dance on my mom used to dance on Future Shop. James Brown oh, wow. motherfucking show. You feel me? Yes. Like, man, I'm just, it's in my blood, dog. I got a lot of family man, from, from Atlanta, man. You know, the Parkers, man, Andrews, like, mm. like my mama got 13 brothers and sisters, man. You know, my grandmama, fucking black, white, and Indian. Like, I'm just a mix of everything. My my grandfather was black, you know what I mean? Like I'm just a, man, I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a blessed soul, man. That just like, I was fortunate, man. I just really, I mean, when I really think about it, man, it, it got to be God, cause oh yeah, I couldn't, Amen. I couldn't call, I couldn't call this, man. You know, my mom was. I talk about my mom a lot, man, because my mom. When you come to Atlanta, the one thing you learn about Atlanta, Chris. Ludacris could probably vouch for this. I know yeah. JD can vouch for this. I know a lot of niggas can vouch for this, man. Our mamas, dog, we love our dads, man. But our moms, dog, is like Nothing the soul her. of um, the soul of us, man. Like, yeah. And so, man, well, I know we all mama boys and shit. We just, we just, we we got a little, we got, we got a little bit more respect that I feel like a lot of people have for their for they, uh, for their moms, and, mm-hmm. and it makes us go harder. It makes us want to. Show our moms that, like, damn mom, like, man, if I ever make it, man, I want to just do this shit for you. You feel me? Like, uh huh, yeah. And that's how I ain't gonna lie. That's how I was inspired. Some niggas was inspired by the streets. I was inspired Mm -hmm. by the streets, but I didn't like what the streets. I didn't like. I didn't like the downfall of the streets. Uh huh. You feel me? Like I fuck with the streets. Like I, I, I'm I'm from the streets, but I didn't like. Like I'm the kind of kid. That I used to look like I used to look at the end of the shit before the beginning, meaning right, like okay. what's, what's the outcome? Like what's the outcome to this? How did how did this shit end? You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want a lot of people should think versus doing making decisions so abruptly. Exactly. And so when it came to like like I was talented in sports, I was talented in music. I mean, if I, shit. If I wanted to be a street nigga, I could have been a street nigga. I think I could have been a, a a very strong street. Cat, but right. I I I I don't know. Music is an emotional thing to me that like makes me want to communicate with people. Right. And it, it I realized that music was so powerful. Like to answer your question, growing up abroad versus growing up in the states, I would see shit when I would come from the UK or come from Germany, mm-hmm. and I would see shit, and it would. It would it would disturb me. It, uh, I would be like I would sometimes feel like, damn, like my people trapped and shit. Like I would feel like my people trapped. Cause yeah. you know, you grow up in America, it's like you grow up in these neighborhoods and shit. And it's like some some people like your grandma don't want to leave
0: the yeah, hood
3: true. or mm-hmm. you know, your mama don't want to leave the hood, and like you done grew up and you grown, you eighteen and nineteen years old, now you out in the streets and shit handling your business. But then your mama, now you got to worry about your mama and your grandmama is still in that same place that you came in, came yeah. up in. No matter how well you're doing, unless you get your mom and your grandma out of that place, you feel me? Like, that shit going to be a detriment to your, to your game. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sure. So, so, the more, so the more you grow, the more success you have, you know what I mean? The, the more, the more, the more, the more uh, hatred that your family gets. That shit hurt me like like I, I didn't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like what people fi- what people fail to realize about you know someone like myself. My love comes from seeing people happy. My love, my my work to see people happy and in the club going fucking crazy and and drinking and 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 dancing and being excited and, and knowing that they don't have to know me. I'm just in that motherfucker like partying with them. But they right. jammed into some shit that I thought about was just a dream, you yeah. feel me? So I just love, man. Like I love being creative, and I love like like my love, my love for this shit ain't money. Praise. I know, I know, I'm I gonna be. You. I know I'm gonna be blessed. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna be blessed regardless. Like I'm just, a, I'm a natural talent. I know, I know who I am. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? God revealed who I was when I was five years old. I, I, I knew I was articulating shit when I was five. That. People were not articulate when they was ten. Damn.
2: That's you feel name.
3: me? So, uh-huh. but 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 it, but it but it ain't about it ain't about trying to out it, it ain't about sh- trying to sh- you know out show somebody or 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 you know what I'm saying or or, or, or or mash on a motherfucker. It's it's really about man. It's the bigger picture. You know. It's about your people. Like I always been like if a if a songwriter, producer, or artist ever fucking disrespect me, y'all gonna see. I'm gonna keep it real what y'all seen on versus was just a side of me that that's real. Like I really yeah. don't like like I, you know, I was a little um I was a little under the um influence because I had I had just came from the dentist and shit and yeah. I I have one of these meds and shit, but but real shit is I really don't play the fucking radio when it comes to my family or standing up for my work or standing yeah. up for my for everything I to put into what, you know, what I stand for, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's just my energy. That's no disrespect for anybody. That's just my energy. I'll be like that with anybody. I I go up against anybody. I'm going to defend all them fucking hits that I – my blood, sweat, and tears went into and people didn't understand I was flying from this place to that place and shit yeah. and risking my life and being away from my firstborn child and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just to try to make sure my, 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 my baby had a roof over over his head. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this shit all really is about my people. It's about my family. It's about – and my people and my family is y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like us as a culture, you know, I know who I am. I know, I know how many people I've helped. I know how many people I've assisted. I know, I know, I know, I know how complicated it is to come up with them fucking hit songs when you're on crunch time and you uh-huh. need the motherfucker and your album need to go goddamn crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you can go do that motherfucking fifty, sixty million dollar tour. I know what the fuck that is. You feel me? I, oh, yeah. I've been playing, I've been playing under pressure for a long time. I'm good under pressure and I'm good without saying shit. I don't have to say shit. You know what I mean? I just, I just do my job and do what it is that um. I do what it is that I was called to do, and um, and I just, you know, I'm just gonna always be real with y'all and just give y'all the fucking, give y'all the facts, man.
2: Right. Now that's amazing, Sean. You just hit a few different points that I wanted to talk to you about, and family is one of them. And I don't think that people understand like when you have a family, and you and you're in a, and you're in any type of position, you have to work your ass off to make sure that you can provide for them, whether it's your mother, your grandmother. And I love how you, how you mentioned. Both your mother and grandmother, like that's respect, bro, for real. In your in your child and like that, your your households like that. Because if home is not good, and they're depending on you, yeah, you still got to answer to them, and you got to work your ass off and work your ass off. So being a new, so I want to ask you, like being a new when you were first, like a new songwriter getting into the business and just with those things in your mind and just going through the industry because when you first get into it, you have to learn how to navigate in the business. It's not always easy at first. Hell, shit, it ain't easy for us right now <laughs> at all, but we make it work.
1: But
0: yeah. so
2: when you first started as a songwriter and just kind of navigating and being in these, in, in these sessions and just really having that pressure put on you, like, how was, like, the experience, or what would you say was, like, going through your mind during those
3: times? I mean, you know, it was a lot of different emotions, you know. I, I got to be honest, man. You know, I went through a, a difficult, um, you know, I think the hardest part, man, was just trying to be able to convince people that you understood what you understood
0: mm-hmm. and
3: you knew what you was talking about.
1: Right. Um,
3: you know, you you also go through the, you know, the, 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 um, you go through the moments of being doubted and, and, and sort of uh, ridiculed, critiqued. Um, But you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta find some, some source of, you know, I always choose God, man, no matter what, like I just, I just Uh choose it. I just choose to have, I've I've chosen to have God as my, as my, my rock. Um, And I think a lot of people don't give, you know, enough respect to, the heart being of just being able to keep you, keep yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Just like keeping you, keeping you like, just keeping you, keeping you patient, keeping you, keeping you at peace, keeping you from not cracking up, keeping you from like nutting up and shit and just like losing fucking control, you know, because it's like, oh it's yeah. a, it's, it's a fight. It's a fight. Like it's 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 a fight sometimes. Like, you know, when I, when I first worked with, um with Destiny's Child, you know, I was nervous as hell, you know what I'm saying. The first yeah. record I did, different them was, um, I did with my man Ninth Wonder. It was called, um, Is She the Reason. And I didn't know, I didn't know, don't you even know
2: get me on that record.
3: <laughs> you know, I didn't album know. The
2: album, but that record in particular, just it just
3: hit. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Like, you know, I didn't, man. I just, I'm just thankful, dog. Like, God be sending me these songs. God just be sending me these ideas and these songs, man. It's just sometimes when you be getting them blessings and you just God be talking to you, you you just be hoping people respect you enough to even just just respect you enough to hear your hear your point of view. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I've been so, you know, I'm a hell of a fighter. You know, as y'all I don't know if y'all know yet, but I'm a fighter, and um, I think you know this game is set up on. On, on uh, minimizing us as people, like this whole game is set up. This whole fucking like what we going through right now, like, like really like we going through some shit, man. Like a lot of well, you know what I get mad, I get I get a little frustrated with some of my peers because they get on they get on man and they be talking about this bullshit. They be talking about a whole bunch of fucking bullshit, and they be pissing me off. Like you talking about you talking about you know the house you got or the Mm-hmm. you know, like, the shit you got, like, I don't really think that shit is important. That's why y'all At don't really all. see me. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, you know, I pulled up in the first 458 Ferrari in America, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't really find a lot of, I don't find a lot of excitement about talking about shit that I got. Yeah. I like I like to talk about shit that I'm going, I like to talk about shit that I had to go through. I, I like to talk about the struggle, because because I'm from the fucking struggle, and yeah. sometimes I think it looks, you know, when you. People
4: energy, too, versus talking
3: about the cars and everything else, because
2: some people don't have all that.
0: Yeah, and
3: it's like, at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, like, it's cool to fucking celebrate, oh, yeah. but you ain't fucking celebrating every day. Like, what the fuck is you doing to make it? Well, how's your family doing, like? And I be and another thing is, like, your family got to also understand what you go through to being a person in the light or being a person who gets ridiculed all the time. Being a yeah. creative, you get ridiculed all the fucking time. Everything. You know, you get doubted, you get challenged. You know what I'm saying? I like to talk about things like that because I really be wanting, you know, people to understand that like, this shit is it's just not easy. It's a human. You're a human. Right. And I just I just don't find it to be... I think you're a little throwed the to fuck off if you try to really make this shit like you a fucking mechanical robot and like your mm-hmm. life is perfect and you like you don't go through shit whether it be in a relationship whether it be you know I write like my album get ready to come out like you know I hope people fuck with I hope people fuck with my records but I heard
2: some snippets and them records are shoo <laughs> you got a mixture of everything you're not you're not boxing yourself in like if anybody's ever heard any of your records, which everybody who's watching this interview and is listening to this has heard, they're going to get that and then some, and some of the current stuff too. They get a good balance.
3: Thank you. I, that's what I'm trying to deliver on this album. Like I'm just being honest on this album. To be honest with you, man, it's been a minute before I since I dropped the album, yeah. and so I just I just really want to. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest about the chicks I like to fuck. I'm going to be honest about the. The way I like to, you know, the way I like to have sex, like the type of girls I like, you know, the relationship issues, you know, breakups and shit, breakups, like, you know, how I felt when I got my heart broke. I just like talk real shit, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I, I want to die real. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like if I'm, you know, I feel like God gave me this platform to be myself. And I and I can see now that like what my influence was on the on the music game. I remember yeah. like I used to look like I used to look like a standout and a weird nigga when I was Sean Garrett in the motherfucking breakup video where I thought it was so cool to be my fucking self. Like, yeah, I I, I know I look like a fucking boxer and I know I was built like you know differently and wasn't a thin ass nigga and I had muscles and you know right. what I'm saying like. High cheekbones and shit, but a good, but a beautiful smile. You know what I'm saying? I knew right. that shit, and but I knew that women like that. I knew certain women like that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was cool with being the guy next door. Now every nigga in the world wanna look like the guy next door. You know what I'm saying? Like, Talk about it. Talk so about it's cool. It it, it it's, it's cool. It's cool to know that like, or or the type of records that I was writing that people was like, yo, his shit is too rappy. It's too rappy sounding. Or all that type of shit. Now it's like every song is fucking. Now you got rappers who don't even fucking sing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Singing. So you know, it all, it all, man. It's like my mom used to always say, you know, uh, I lost my mom in, in um, in '02, man, right before I did, yeah. And it's like, um, I remember my mom used to say, you know, you learn a lot if you live long enough. And I used to always wonder, like, what the fuck that meant. But you know you don't realize that shit until she you know until I lost my mom, it's like damn, I realize like damn man if i just if I just stay myself and but not be stubborn to the point that I don't understand what the fuck is going on around me and how I need uh-huh. to get better and how I need to keep working harder, I realize like you know it's okay to be yourself like i'm I'm really happy with who I am, and I'm really happy that I'm really happy too that like. You know, I became a bigger hitmaker than I became an artist, but I wasn't even—I never really even gave myself the honest, fair chance at being a hit, being an artist as much as I did as a hitmaker because I was right. being way more successful. But yeah. then it left so much room for me to continue to be an artist now and sort of like yeah. sing these songs and write these
2: opportunities to move on to the next thing.
3: Yeah, and it's like I could still do that, but I could still go out and educate and help. You know. Bring up this next generation of of of, of creatives and hit makers who want to understand how do I get number ones? Like, okay, I can get my song on the radio, or I can get so-called hits, but how the fuck do I get number ones to where I can become like a like a like a like a like a like a, like a legend someday? Or like, how can I change the game? Or how can I change the landscape of where I live? You know what right. I'm saying? Or how can I create? You know, how can I create moments for myself? Like, you know, I'm on the fucking red carpet in Japan. You know, um, fucking performing with the biggest star in China, you know what I'm saying, Boa, you know what I'm saying, or like, man, I've just been, I've been blessed on so many levels, man, like, and I'm still, like, as soon as these, you know, these borders come down, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm doing this world fucking, um, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing this, um, <laughs> <it's funny>. um, <laughs> I'm doing this, um, I'm gonna do this, um, these big seminars and shit, these international seminars, these interna- these international shows, and I'm just gonna bring it all together to where they understand that like, like I never, I never wanted to do nothing, man, but give back to my people, right, um, and and educate my people, love women. I always wrote big ass songs for women, and 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 I wanted to um, um, empower women. You know what I'm saying? Because of my mom, because of what my mom showed me, and. I'm not really competing with nobody here. I'm competing with the world, um, and just want to uplift my people, show my show my show my brothers and sisters what I learned as far as being a hit maker and uh-huh. making the world dance, making the world dance and sing. You know that, and so we can get to a better place where we could be more financially, you know, in control of our
1: life.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's what it should be about, and. I love the fact that you talked about passion, you know, for what you do and the art of it, because a lot of people can get that shit misconstrued, and it's like, nah, like, you seeing me, like, my real personality, you saw the, you only saw the portion of what that was for versus, but this is who I
3: am. Yeah, I mean, the versus shit, like, you know, it's, what people don't get, we set the fucking versus shit off. Like yeah, let's cut it. the fucking bullshit. Like we, like we popped that shit off, dog. Like, cause it was real. Like, dream, like, dream from Atlanta. So I ain't right. gonna let that, you know, that nigga from Atlanta. He's still my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But dream, no, I, I don't play no motherfucking games. Like, nigga, don't ever disrespect me, nigga. You know what time it is? Like, yeah. you know our heart. I, I made this shit easy for you, nigga. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's, but I could talk to my brother like that. He know what I'm talking about. He from Bankhead. Yeah. He know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't mean no disrespecting him. It just, he just a, he just a, um, you know, Dream just a cocky nigga. Like, right, and yeah. Dream ain't one of them niggas. Like, you got to check Dream. Like, if you don't check Dream, he going he gonna to embarrass you. You feel me? Like, but I don't play with Dream. I don't play with none of these niggas. Like, I don't play with nobody. Like, so, but Dream, but Dream, still my brother. I, I mean, he's still, I'm telling y'all, he's still my brother. I still show him love. I'm still going to love him. You know what I'm saying? But dream, you learn from me, nigga. Don't ever, don't ever get this fucked up. Like you didn't nigga, I put you on I made it possible for you to motherfucking get paid, nigga, and chip up. And and and, and I took them bullets. You feel me? Like I took mm-hmm. them bullets. You know what I mean? Cause it wasn't easy for me.
0: Right. It wasn't it
3: wasn't it was it wasn't easy. Like people make it seem like it was easy, but they wasn't paying songwriter producers up front. They was disrespecting niggas. They was they was they was completely disrespecting us. There no fucking songwriters getting fucking paid. No, especially no black songwriter producers wasn't getting paid up front like that. They were not getting paid. You know what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't so
2: happening at all. It
3: wasn't happening at all. You know what I mean? And so my whole point, the dream was like, nigga, you the culture, boy. You better, boy. You better stop fucking playing with me. You know what I'm saying? You, let all me run right. this shit down to you real quick. And and, and so verses wasn't really about, like we didn't have no rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wasn't. I wasn't don't get me wrong. It just Dream has said something. He put that little video up <clears throat>
1: uh-huh. and
3: the nigga and, and, and he washing off his cars and shit talking about he the fucking culture. Like nigga, you not the fucking culture, nigga. I'll run about I'll run my first ten off, nigga, and shut all your shit down. True. Period. Yeah, you feel okay. me? But no but but at the same time, we don't have to put each other down to try to motherfucker make ourselves look good. That's that's always right. been my only issue with him. You know what I'm saying? Like like, I don't, like, I don't, nigga, I ain't never had to put a nigga down to be me. I don't have to put another brother down nah, to be me. Cause
1: nigga. So, don't, down. yeah. So, that
3: pissed me, that pissed me off. I, my stance, my stance for shit be on a whole nother different level than yeah. what people be thinking. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I don't be giving a fuck about all that other shit. Like, you know what I mean? I do what I do on site, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna show the fuck up. I'm gonna turn the fuck up because I've been turning up my whole motherfucking life. I've been motherfucking popping, nigga. I, period. I'm, I've been dope. I've been dope. You know what I'm saying? I've been saucy. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been, I've been wearing motherfucking. I, man, I've been on that Tom Ford shit, nigga. Oh six, oh five. I've been rocking suit. Y'all go do my y'all research on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been. I don't. I'm not about that. Cause that right. shit, I found that to be. I found that to be. That's the kind of shit that make you um lose touch. It make you lose touch right. with yourself. I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna preach that. I wanna preach love in life and um, I want to keep inspiring. I want to inspire my brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the reason why the verse shit was really it was a really when I look at it, when I look back at it, I ain't like it. When I really look at it, like I ain't like it.
1: Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying? But it was true. I
1: yeah, was being was honest the truth
2: in it.
3: I, sure. I was being I, I was being fucking I was being honest. Uh, nigga, don't ever disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get emotional about the shit because it's just like, in real life, dog, I'm that fucking passionate. That's oh, yeah. why I'm like, pe- that's why I don't like and people that's what playing I like with about me. You like,
2: you as an artist and a creative, like, you're passionate, and, and it's like, if anybody can't see that and they're not getting that from our conversation right now, they've been lost.
1: Yeah, you know why,
3: I man? Because people play with life, dog. I don't play with life, man. I ain't Got time to be playing with people, uh-huh. and shit, and play with and play with popping and play with. You know, social media sometimes be making motherfuckers play like, man, life too short, man. You got little kids out here, eight year old kid eight eight year old kids dying and shit, man. That shit to me, this shit hurts me. Me, yeah, to me.
2: And, uh... But
3: that's me. I'm a real motherfucker. I'm a, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be better than nobody else. I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of all these niggas playing tough, killing kids killing each other like that shit is fucking stupid dog right it's just it's stupid to me it just don't make no fucking sense to me and it's like i'm still in the fight i'm never gonna give up <clears throat> who we are
0: yeah um mm-hmm.
3: i think a song uh you know maybe you know call me crazy i think a song can change everything oh we can. you know what
2: i'm saying
3: and that's all i live for man like that's the man music is the greatest gift you could ever get man because it's like you dream about some shit, you could just like, man, I'm just going to go and try to do something, man, to try to heal the world. And I know people listen. People listen to music. People listen for – people listen to music to find themselves. People yeah. listen to music to find to find shit, like to just, you find know,
2: like really searching, searching, it. yeah. Yeah.
3: And it's just, you know, I just <clears> – <throat> I just, man, I just – I don't be having time for the bullshit sometimes, you know what I mean? And it's just like I just love y'all for, I love for everybody that tuned in. Don't get me wrong, I ain't, I, I don't have no hate for for Dream or nothing. That's my nigga. He, I'm, right, I'm from yeah. Atlanta. No hate at
2: all. You, you
3: know, one thing about us from Atlanta, man, we love each other, no matter what. I don't know if he feel the same way about me, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But right. I I do love him. I'm gonna love him in Christ. and I'm gonna love him as a as a uh, as a as a as a man, cause I I made it. I was blessed enough. For God to give me something to help him and his family. Yeah. So outside of that. Have.
4: You definitely did.
3: But I just don't play a nigga getting no motherfucking live disrespect. I don't play that shit because I, I ain't never been that type of motherfucker. Never, and wow. never will be. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes people take your humbleness, man. Yo people take your kindness for weakness. I ain't with all that shit.
1: Uh huh. I, I ain't with. I ain't never been. I
3: ain't never been that type of motherfucker. But, but anyway. Not to get so serious with no, y'all, but keep you know, <laughs> no, it, it light. I feel
2: what you're saying, and everybody who's watching and they're commenting, they're like, "Yo, music is therapeutic." We feel exactly what you're saying. It, it's passion. It's not. It's not arrogance of what you're showing. It's like, and once once you have set a path and you are on your journey and you're and you have already knew your passion at, like your purpose and passion at five, it, it makes sense.
3: You just can't be played with, and people have to respect like.
0: Well, they ask, you
3: know what? Cause they, but you know what? They they ask a lot of you. Mm-hmm. These people, these these people ask a lot of you. Like they these motherfuckers ask your fucking soul, bro. Yeah. They ask for you to goddamn change their life. I'll be like motherfucker, did you hear that song, nigga? This song playing every day on the every motherfucking day. radio at, on some station they're across they're the world every up. fucking day. You know what that take? That's my mama now. You don't want me to tell you about my mama, them. Oh, this nigga talking about his mama all the time. Nigga, if it wasn't for my mama, you would not hear this song. If it <laughs> wasn't for my grandmama, you wouldn't hear this song. If it wasn't for That's us, right. it's almost like this whole thing that people take it for granted. It's the same situation that the people are marching about. It's like this shit is full circle, dog. That's yeah. where the passion comes from. Like, nigga, I done seen people get killed. I done seen people, my mama got raped and left for dead, nigga, when I was four years old. Nigga, my mother dead now. I don't, I don't have time to play with motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do. You're going to pay me for what the fuck I do. You're going to respect yeah. me for what I do. If you don't respect me for what I do, cool. You ain't got to fuck with me. But I'm going to get mine regardless because I'm going to get it. I got to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we hustlers. Nigga, I'm from the motherfucking dirt. I'm from motherfucking counter road, straight, nothing. I ain't had shit. but, But I'm not going to die not being shit. That's what people get fucked up. I'm not dying not being shit, and you're gonna respect me for my shit, because I'm gonna work for my shit, and I don't want you to, I don't want you to hand, I don't want no handouts, and I just, I'm just tired of motherfuckers disrespecting in their life. Let a yeah. nigga do, let, let, respect each other. What, I don't, I just hate that about us. We don't, we we don't, we just don't respect each other, dog. That shit is pissing me off. We don't, we just don't respect each other. The shit don't. just, and it's just, it's just, it ain't, the shit is stupid. It's like, what the fuck are we dying for? You know what I'm saying? And I say this to you, I'm saying this to you on your, on your live because I don't need to be, I don't need to be on CBS right. to be myself. I don't need yeah. to be on goddamn BT. To fucking be, my, sometimes I don't even want to be on no motherfucker. I don't. I don't even like being in front of everybody all the time to try to make a point. You know what I'm wow. saying? I just rather talk to my people. Whenever you can get the motherfucking information, you get it. You you fuck with people who real. Let your soul. Let your soul drive you to where your heart is. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so tired of these fake ass fake-ass, acting-ass motherfuckers thinking that money defined them, and, like, they just really on point. And they be off than a motherfucker. We got yeah. to deal with these motherfuckers. Yeah. We have to deal, we have to, you know, we have to deal with these people sometime, and they be off than a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, you all the way off. You off, nigga. Okay, right. Your location yeah. is off. Your, G, your GPS is motherfucking off. But I got to get you right, then I got to look at you, tell me, like, you put me on. Bitch, you didn't put me on. Shoot. You know what I'm saying? You didn't put me on. So we as a people got to understand, like, we all are talented. We all are yeah. talented. It's just about finding your light. And But I just want us to I just want us to really respect each other more than anything. I don't even want to say love each other, man. I just want to say I want us as a fucking people to respect each other more. That's, that's the only problem I got. I got an issue with us respecting each other, dog. I see it every yeah. day. And I'm so tired of my – I'd be ready to slap the fuck out of motherfucker just for that because I'm like, uh-huh. man, I'm so tired. I'm, so t- I'm just tired of us not respecting each other. We want respect. You ain't going to let nobody disrespect your mama. You ain't going to let nobody pull up in your motherfucking yard and disrespect your shit, but you think you're going to talk to somebody and disrespect them. And, it, and, and it's, just, it's just if we stick together and take our talents, photographers, bloggers, videographers, artists, creatives, songwriters, producers, executives, man, we could do whatever the fuck we want to do. But we got to respect each other, man. And that was disrespect shit. I don't know what it is that some of us get out of making somebody else look fucking small or making somebody else look weak. I don't be, man, that's the shit get you, killed. That's what I get that. That's that shit right there can get you fucked up, seriously. Because the scared motherfucker kid. Yeah.
1: And, and 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 and
3: and that's the part that I'm so tired. I'm just tired of all these tough guys. All this tough guy shit. That shit is corny. That shit. Is, that's the shit that's making me mad. To get back to the music, that's where all oh, my passion comes from. Because as a kid, I used to watch this. Yeah. So if there's any young kids out there, man, that want to be a songwriter, man, you know my you know my thing was. Man, I wrote about what I wrote about how I wanted to see the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wrote I I wrote about how I wanted to see it, how I wanted it to end. You feel me? Like I right. used to that's what I used to that's what that's what made me vivid. I got more vivid. I could be more vivid. I could just allow myself to be vivid. It ain't about how to you know, people ask me all the time how you write songs for Beyoncé. How you write songs for girls? My motherfucking mama was a girl. My, my motherfucking, damn. my 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 damn, I got about eight aunts. That that helped me. You know what I'm saying? Going, seeing them going through shit with niggas and getting their heart broken, having babies and shit and not being yeah. married and you know we 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 you know it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard, but it's just like you know I want to see us push harder, dog. I want to see us win. I want. I want. I want so much, man. To be honest with you, man, I want so much before. I don't know, man. I, this is me. This is this is shit. I used to be as a kid. I used to be just like this. I used to be. I just want so much more for my generation and my peers before I leave this earth. I want more for us. I want. And, and people don't understand this shit going to come from respecting each other,
2: not yeah. shitting and, on each other. you, you got to respect each other because it, it's just not going to happen any other way. And I tell yeah. people all the time, especially on this platform, it's like you got to show respect. you got to give people the credit they deserve. You can't be dimming anybody's light when they are doing amazing things in us as a culture. And it's crazy that you should mention that because I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were literally talking about how as a culture, in many different cultures too, all – always, any race, whatever, is breaking each other down. We're killing each other. We're, not, we're saying, oh, she's not this. He's not this. Just, it's always this constant criticism instead of uplifting and being like, look, we've got to stop this shit because if we keep doing it to ourselves and to each other, other people are going to do the same shit to us, and then we're going to be asking these
3: questions. You know, and the, the result always is the same, man, you know. You know, the result, we're going we're gonna to have to fight the opposition. That's a fact.
1: Uh-huh.
3: That, that that shit is automatic. That That's that's every day. You know what I mean? That shit ain't going to never change. But what can change, <clears throat> what can change is what we do to each other. And that's going to make us stronger and make us better. And, um, and, you know, I know this shit sounds redundant, but this is where my music comes from. This is where, my, you know, if I go in and I work with a new artist like, you know, like, I really love Normani. You know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna really help Normani go to the next level. Yeah, because she can do that, especially with you. She can do it, dog. But, you no, know, I just want to help her, dog. I want to help her know some shit I know. But, man.
2: How's that process been, like, working with her so far, like, in getting her album <sighs> together?
3: I mean, you know, I ain't, I haven't got in with her like I just know there's a couple songs that you know her people really fucking with you know what I'm saying yeah. that I did, um, and I, I, I'm wishing for the best, man. You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's gonna be great that I get at least the time. Um, I, I hope I hope I get the time with her that I got with Beyonce or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I was I got it. You know, Beyonce man was that experience was. You know, it was it was life changing. I was man, I, I was a lucky, I was a lucky, I was a lucky ass person.
2: Right. Because, like sending that record to Jay and then just like being flown to New York, like that, like that's one of those feelings. Like, yo, it's it's about to go down, and I'm about to like really start my legacy right here, right now, in a different way.
3: Well, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't even fucking really understand it that way, to be honest, bro. <laughs> At the time. At the time, um, you know, I had already did. Yeah, I had broke uh, uh, broke Sierra with goodies. I'm be honest, like I'm just being honest, like I I see it. Like as far as my life was concerned, shit, I had already did. What the fuck, you know, that was really life changing for me. You know what I mean? Wow. Like Usher was. I grew up with fucking Usher. Like I was like, man, man, if I, ever, you know what I mean? Like Usher, like you know. Or or breaking somebody from Atlanta like she I'm from fucking Atlanta you know what I'm saying like in my in my mind but to work with her you know Destiny's Child was like I ain't gonna I was f I man I ain't even I ain't I ain't even know man to be honest I didn't even know that it was that big yeah I knew it was big but I was just like man I didn't really think I was gonna be able like I was supposed to only go in there and do one song, working with Destiny's Child, shit. I, I was like shit because you know I looked at like Candy, Candy had worked with them, you know what I'm saying, and um, Shakespeare, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. So, sure. so you, you know what I'm saying. So from
4: my
3: Real from my right, seat, yeah. yeah, from my seat, shit. I was just like shit. Man, I'll Bro, be good. To
2: God. About to, this, they got. I'm gonna get off. Time. We can
3: get off. Yeah, we can roll in a minute. But how much we got? Two minutes. It's actually in the one minute. You want to just hop back on, okay, real quick? cool.
1: Yeah, we can hop back on. Yeah, it's all good.
3: Okay, cool.
2: I'm gonna end this live and then hop right back on immediately. Okay, cool. All right. Yo, yo, yo. We back at it. Yes, sir.
3: Got to get to the session yeah. in a few though. But I really, okay, I cool. really, uh, appreciate, appreciate getting on with you too, bro.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think this was a a much needed conversation. Such a vibe that um uh, people needed. During these times because people are not having real real conversations, people aren't even having real music industry conversations, everything is just
3: like smoking mirrors all the time yeah, you know you know what, and the thing is you know i i i i i can you hear me yeah I can hear you hear me
4: you. okay um yep I, I, I hear you. can you hear me? That,
3: you know, I'd like to give. You know, fans, and you know, as I, I think, I think what COVID has done for me is, you know, it's really given me an opportunity to look at life, and look at our struggles, and look at our fight, and look at the six uh-huh. situations that we that we're that we're dealing with and what we go through. Um, right. And, and, and it's, it's helped me to realize that, you know, like, like life is not just important, but it's, it's, it can be over. Like it's, it's all we got, you know what I'm saying? Like life is all we really have. And so, you know, you got to not just think about yourself. You're not kind you just can't just think about your your significant other. You got to think about your, your kids. You got to think about, you know, what you want to leave behind, what you want to, uh, what you want to influence, um, yeah. how you feel like you can add value to um, the different things that um, you have, may have seen or, 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 or the things that you wanted to accomplish. You know, so this whole the COVID nineteen shit was very like. I feel like it was very impactful to me. And it's it's gonna bring uh, bring about so many more amazing songs. Um, there's yeah. so many other things that I wanted to do that's that I'm really gonna do, you know, things that I'm gonna go way more harder harder with. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna touch my fans. I'm gonna touch the fans so much more, I'm gonna spend so much more time
0: <clears throat>
3: um touching the fans, like and I just think just giving more. I just want to give more. I want to give more. Um, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to be more passionate. Even more passionate. I'm going to be stronger. You know, it's just a lot of things that I want to do, man, to be more uh, effective. Um, yeah. Because before, I feel like before, it's my duty now. You know what I'm saying? It's my duty. It's, it's truly my duty to. Not only just do my thing and, and and make amazing songs and help people to have fun and, and, and be excited and shit, but at the same time, man, I got I got a lot of help. I gotta help. I gotta help a lot of young young creatives. You know what I'm saying?
0: And yeah. I mean, when
3: I say creatives, I don't just mean people who write songs and produce songs. Mm-hmm. I mean people who shoot film and people. I want to collaborate a lot more on on, on, on writing films. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, 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 or doing documentaries and shit. It's just giving me a whole different outlook on life, and um, realizing just how powerful we are as a people. And um, just, I'm just gonna, it, it just uh, really sparked my my creative side in a different way.
2: Nah, listen, that's gonna be amazing once you do all of that. And I'm glad that like this is like COVID is like pushing you to come up with new ideas and say, hey, I'm going to do this master class as well. Once after this is all said and done, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to try to help put people into perspective and put things into reality because that's all people need right now It's just a sense of hope, a little bit of guidance. Even like myself, I created a a panel series, which I would love to have you a part of, where it's literally for this, where it's like A&R, producers, songwriters, managers, everything, where it's like – if you did not have a clue of what you wanted to do before COVID, you're going to know what you want to do during this time because this platform is allowing you to <clears throat> hear from people who are in the business and have learned just as much as you need to learn. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. And you know what? And it's like, man, you know, I mean, I, I – this platform the way we're learning how to platform Mm -hmm. you know i was able to create records through based on the platform that i was given yeah and i honestly think it's a little bit more easier now yeah oh it is (laughs) you know (laughs) just because super easy easy, it's, it's a lot more easier now which which makes the which widens the gap you know what i'm saying um but we're living in
1: okay. Say that last part
3: again. Um, but the challenge, huh? Would you say, say that last part again? No, I still say- hear me now. You know, I said we're living in a in a in a definitely difficult. Yeah, can you hear me? I was saying that yeah, um, we definitely living. Yeah, I was saying that we definitely living in a in a in a very stressful time. Um, I think that we need to multitask better. Us all, we need to multitask better. We need to understand that you know, going outside, we gotta take precautions going outside we got to we got to protect our families we got to protect ourselves we got to think smarter we got to start being a little bit more mindful of the fact that you know we got to make sure we coming home we're going to get home yeah. we got to make sure we're going to get home um, and we got to yeah. make sure that we empower each other i'm so happy because i feel like i finally my team is my team my team we're building we're building some amazing things in my, in my, in my camp and my team. And I feel really, I feel very strong about what we're doing. And so all it, all of that is to get out and help our other people who's trying to become what we've become. Um, I want to help break some new artists this year. Um, Going into the twenty one, cause I think twenty one is going to be an amazing year. I think twenty one is going to be really an amazing yeah. year. Um, but just people like yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? I just appreciate you taking the time, man. You obviously passionate about what it is that you do. You know. Um, oh yeah. I'm working. With, I'm working with such cool ass people. I work with a lot of creative. Shout out to my man Flip. If my man Flip is on here, um, my man Flip is one of the dopest creatives I've. I've met in a long time. I just like working with great creative people, um, and just enjoying the experience of being being on to the next shit. You feel me? Right.
2: Now that's that's important. And before I have you go, this brand new album. When can we expect it? Because that is something that um, we are all itching for. Like
3: well, tomorrow,
2: itching for. David,
3: well, let me ask you. Are y'all really ready for my motherfucking album? No, that's... I mean... You know what I'm saying? Because I gotta say, man. I gotta say, dog. I'm definitely trying to push the envelope. Um, And I just like making... I just like making great music, man. (laughs) But the album is definitely coming. The album is... The first single be here it, it, it's here but it, it's here any day i'm gonna drop that motherfucker when they least expect it we just mm-hmm. putting the rollout together i got a okay. super dope ass feature on it i think people are gonna be definitely like okay sean i'm really fucking with this um right um, it's I, i'll give you i feel this man the first single's definitely for the ladies you feel me Ooh. um or whoever you or whoever you love or whoever you know whatever you want and um, right.
4: the shit is gonna be it's gonna be a lot
3: of fun, but I'm you know I'm I'm doing a lot of up tempo shit, I'm doing some sexy ass shit, I'm doing some shit that's you know global. Um, but I, I just the, the, the most of all I don't want to let y'all down, so I, I promise you that I, I can make you that promise, David. I ain't gonna let y'all down.
1: I'm gonna give mm-hmm. y'all some
3: fucking fire. I already
2: know, cause Sean you've been doing this for years, so our, anything that comes from that pen of yours or comes up to Thank the you, dome. Man. It's nothing but fire. So I, I got to say congratulations on the, the new single already in the project because it's going to be fire, and it's going to do exactly what you need to do. And, and and let me say this, too. I appreciate you taking your time and not just rushing to put out a, a sophomore album. Time and, and being very strategic about what music you want to do and what management should I work with. And, you know, really doing it, and shout out to Max and uh. Monica, your management, like yeah, artists, yeah, management, like they are like the ghosts of like the industry. So yeah. you already got, you know, you got the team in already set in place, and you got the hits.
3: Yo, man, you know what's crazy? I did. Um, shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Matthew Knowles. Shout out to, you know, everybody at Columbia. But you know what, man? I worked with Max
1: on B Day,
3: and Max was the actual A and R for B Day. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. People ain't you know, know that. What I'm not, ain't know. And and they didn't know that. And so Max, man, I gotta tell you, Max was so. Man, Max is my dog, man. He just he just a good guy. We love him, man. He, he just he always has a great spirit. You know. He just man. Some people don't know how. Some people just don't know how much they make you smile, by, just being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing you can call your friend and just be like, it's going to be a positive conversation. It ain't going to be no negative bullshit or somebody trying to be slick and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's all good, man. It's just love, man. I just, I, I enjoy it. So, yeah. he, he's a he's great cat to, to work with, man. It's just like a lot of different people um, that's involved with that entire team. We just got... God, we got big plans, and it's gonna be a lot of dope ass shit. We got some other shit I really want to tell you about, but I'm, I'm gonna save it for the, I'm gonna save it for when the album drop.
1: Um, yeah, same right thing.
3: There. There's, there's other team members we got that's super dope, that's got some super crazy shit coming out. I'm gonna say that as a matter of fact, I'm having to reach out to you about interviewing this one super producer we just brought on to our team. That's incredible. Okay. He got you know he got a big ass single getting ready to drop in the next week or so, that's going to shake up the world. I'll tell you about I'm it later. If you're like, yeah, Sean, yeah, oh, that's what you was talking about. When I tell you it's going to shake up the motherfucking world, hey. it's going to shake up the motherfucking world. I'm, I'm ready. That. Yes, sir. I'm ready. So, yeah, we'll have to, uh, yeah,
2: when we end the live, definitely follow me back and uh, we'll exchange information so that we can, you know, make that happen. Anything that you guys got going on over there, listen, my support,
3: 100 Indeed, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, David. All right, Sean. I'll
0: talk to you later. Be good. All right. Peace.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Fantasia, and you are now cheering with my baby, D.
0: all right
2: guys so that was our interview with sean garrett yes 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 if you if it was your first time here to guess what it ain't nothing wrong with hearing it for a first time because y'all gonna hear it again check it out on youtube youtube.com backslash Dig official and it's on nsweradio.com for anybody that wants to just check out the website check out any previous interviews that i've been doing Whether well, that's audio content video content listen we got it we got it just like uh The lyrics that Drake and our good old boy Chris say on this song, right? So listen, we're going to get into the next interview, Troy Taylor. So if you guys missed that interview on IG Live, you're in for a treat. It was a real good conversation. So let's just get into it. Hopefully, once again, you guys are having a great week. It's the second week of August. Hopefully, y'all are saying very clean. You're washing your hands, washing your ass. You're still washing your ass. And uh, you're just saying mask on and corona-free. So uh, if you're listening to this, sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's get into this interview with Troy Taylor. All right, y'all. going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to On Air with David Dwayne live tonight and right now. We're going to have the three-time Grammy Award-winning songwriter and producer Troy Taylor on with us now. If you guys don't know, listen, you know Troy from all his amazing work, from Aretha Franklin to Whitney Houston CD Wonder, uh, Boys to Men, Trey Songs, YK Osiris, the whole nine yard. And I'm um, here. Troy, are
3: Pellano,
4: man. How you doing, sir?
3: I'm doing good. How are you? I'm awesome. Good, good, good. Well, thank you so
2: much for this interview. Definitely wanna, you know, thank you because listen, your work in the industry and the business
4: appreciate you. amazing. That.
2: Thank After you for room, having me. listen, it's an honor Sorry, you know you've been in the business for thirty years, and anybody who's watching i'm gonna turn the comments off at some point once we start to get going, but you know make sure you guys put it in the box if you have any questions for choice, any comments, we'll make sure that we uh we get to everybody. but you've been in the business for thirty years um working with a lot of different r and b artists. You know, when you think back to that time, how does it make you feel to realize, you know, like you have worked with some bad ass motherfuckers in the
4: business? Um, it makes me feel like uh, it makes me feel accomplished uh-huh. because, you know, there's some people I work with that I never ever dreamed of working with because I was such a fan that I felt like, you know, they're they're them. You know what I mean? They don't they don't need me. You know, they, they're icons. They don't need little me to you know. Right. And that would be Aretha and Isley Brothers. Like, they don't, they, they, that's a queen of soul. You don't get no, I'm sorry, you don't, vocals, you, you don't can't get no get, better than that. No, no, you're not. I don't care what nobody say, Kimberrell, Karen Clark, you ain't getting no, she's the beginning. She's the beginning of all of that. So to right. work with her was like incredible, but it put me in a mind frame of say, like, you know, uh, that you, you do know what you're doing. Um, you are supposed to be here. And you are good at what you do.
2: Right. So now, growing up in Connecticut, I want to take a way back for those who aren't, you know, too familiar. How did you gain, the, you know, just that feeling for, like, music the way that you did? Because you grew up in the church, right?
4: I grew up in the church. Um, you know, I've been in church all my life. However, I was the church boy that that listened to R&B music. So right, um, right after church, I'm going, you know, I'm, in, I'm at the radio, I'm listening to my records, my cassettes. Um, so it was a balance. It was, you know, a balance. I wasn't so. I was a church boy, but not churchy. So, it's a difference. It was a difference. Um, a lot of people, uh, that are from the church, they're like, you know, churchy, and that, and that's all they know. So anything they sing is going to sound churchy. They sing pop music, sounds churchy. They sing R and B, sounds churchy. I wasn't that. I was, I was able to, you know, really take, you know, make the difference of the two.
2: Right. And being able to deficiate the difference of the two, was that something that was an easy process for you at first, or did you kind of have that struggle uh, early
4: on? No struggle because, um, you know, when I was younger in nursery school, I remember the uh-huh. radio, like hearing yeah. songs on the radio, like, like the Carpenters and different things that, you know, the Carpenters' harmonies were amazing. But as I'm like three, four years old, those harmonies was just like – well, actually two, two, three, yeah, I had to be like two or three years old. Um, the harmonies I remember, you know, really, really strongly in my head. So as I got older and when I would hear those songs, it would bring me back to nursery. So it meant, it made me feel like, wow, wow that's what I've been listening to this whole time. And in church, I never liked choirs. I always was a group mm-hmm. person, like the, Walt, the Hawkins family, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Andre Crouch. I was that. I wasn't, yeah, see, I, I, I not do quiet, yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, the whining commission, I was that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you mentioning those great artists and stuff like that is
2: absolutely good that you are saying that because a lot of people don't know that you have to study, you know, the yeah. great. And it's nothing mm-hmm. but an issue to do that. So for you to study the greats and people, you know, in the work that you do, how does that make you feel? Because, like I said, you've worked with these incredible artists, but to now see that you've got people like Devin Culture, you've got, you know, so many different artists that are, you know, that you're working with. What, what is that feeling that you get?
4: Um, it's a feeling of, of, um, let me see, what's the word? What's the word? Let me get a word for it. It's a, um, it's a legendary feeling because if you know that you yeah. have talent under your, under your supervision. And that you're you're kind of like responsible for nurturing mm-hmm. you're actually you know you're you are God is trusting me to take a gift that he gave them, and then yeah. you're trusting it to me to bring it about you know what I'm saying that's deep mm-hmm. that's real deep so i so I take it I take it super seriously,
2: yeah, and can we actually talk about purpose because I've, I've heard you tell stories about how you found your purpose and what your purpose is with being On this earth and then you know just contributing to the music industry so let's talk about that because it's a very strong message
4: well everyone of course we all know everybody has a purpose and everybody's purpose is is driven uh by the gifts and talents um that they're they were born with um but the sole purpose if we want to get a little if we want to go there for a second the sole purpose The sole purpose of our gifts and talents is for praise and worship. So it is to draw people to us for then us to then tell them about Christ. So that's what we're supposed to do, praise and worship. People are supposed to be drawn to us from our gifts and talents.
0: And when they say,
4: wow, you're amazing, wow, I love your voice, or oh, I love your basketball playing, I love your art, I love, you know, whatever it is, that is our moment for us to then regurgitate back with, mm-hmm. "This is what God has done for me." You know, um, He's, a, you know, just give Him all the praise and the credit at that moment in time. Absolutely. And so, and we're in a time where people get so caught up in the glorifications of it that they forget. And it's like um, you didn't do this by yourself, you know. It, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's all I, I about work where really hard. Always do. Yeah, I, I, I work real hard. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been, you know, I've just been grinding. I, 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 and God is like, really? If I really mm-hmm. let you stay with the I, right. <laughs> you, will, you will be gone. So You're like, you better give um, me my
1: damn credit. Yeah,
4: yeah. So it's like, it, you know, I perked up. That's those people who are. Looking for their purpose, you don't have to look. You just got to ask God to to show you what the, what what did He create you for. You just got to ask. The Bible says, "You have not because you ask not." Mm-hmm. So you don't got to go and sell your soul and 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 sign late to labels and hope that this person does this for you and that person. All you got to do is ask God, and He's going to put the people in your life that will fulfill the purpose that He already had for you.
1: Exactly.
4: Since we're going
2: there, yeah. And since we are going there, I, we, I did an interview with Amara Lenebra last night, actually, and she was talking about, you know, giving credit to your team and stuff like that, having a team and giving that credit. Let's talk a little bit about that, because I know you, you're always strong about that, you know, with the people that you've come up with, people that have, you know, given you opportunity, and then the people that you also give opportunity as well, too.
4: Right. You, I mean, it, it, in, order to, in order to facilitate your gifts and your talents, God will definitely make sure you have help. You need help. You can't do it by mm-hmm. yourself. You weren't even meant to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you ask God to give you the right people um, and show you who is there because everybody's not everybody good is not meant for your purpose. Um, and that's deep enough to say because I just said everybody good. Uh, just because mm-hmm. they're good, that doesn't mean they're meant. So there's a difference. Right. Um, and we have to, you know, we spend time trying to find the right combination of people to surround ourselves with um and most times most people want to surround themselves with people that praise them yeah but don't want to want, don't want to correct them yeah so it's them like what's, find, wrong what's wrong yeah yeah and and listen to them you know when they say yo that's that's not kind of cool like it's kind of you think so or man get out of here with all that man you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. it's, it's finding the right people you surround yourself to trust that you know they'll definitely tell you when it's crazy, when it's not good. It's, it's always important. And then when you find those mm-hmm. people, it takes nothing, nothing to acknowledge them. It, to act, to, matter of fact, right. what people don't understand is when you act, acknowledge others, you look even greater. But I think a lot of people think the mm-hmm. opposite. They want everybody but to know, you're like, you know, I did this and I did that. And it's like, yo, you, you look better if you acknowledge the people who really did it because it says you're a boss. And a right. boss knows how to facilitate and give credit and, you know what I mean? So right. it's it's you, and then you're blessed with that. After that, you're blessed. When, when God sees that he can trust you with what he gives you or success, he keeps going and he blows your mind. But if you start right. stumbling and start getting so self-righteous, it's like, okay, you know what? You're not mature enough for this yet. Let me just back you off a little bit. And people don't understand, like, this thing is deep. It's really, really, really yeah, deep. Definitely. And I want to shout out
2: to Ron Flynn and um, Beauty to the Street, Shirley, who's in the comments right now showing you a whole lot of love while we do who's that. It,
4: who's uh, in Roan Flynn, you said?
2: Uh huh, Rome's in there.
4: He's a talented young man, sir. That, that dude is yeah. dope. Like, he's really, really. And almost, you know what? Roan Flynn is almost too talented. It's too talented? Can we talk about it, please? There is such thing as too talented, Rome. Mm-hmm. There is. Like, you're almost too. It's too much. Okay, let me yeah. let me let me explain for a second. When I say that, because people are like right, right. Sometimes you can just be. It, it takes longer for people to digest. You act, freaking model. I don't know if you do, but probably sing and then play guitar and all these yeah. things. Man, too much. Like it's like it's like it's too bright. Uh, turn it down. Turn the light down. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, nah, but he's really, he's oh, really, man, really And Lil
2: Duvall just popped
4: in Lil Duvall yeah, he, yeah. he ain't staying long <laughs> He probably, he matter of fact, he probably hit the button By accident now, he, he,
2: needs, <laughs> like, he needs to be here though
4: <laughs> Yeah, he do, but he probably he probably Hit the button by accident, he ain't gonna be here He ain't gonna be here long <laughs> Right <laughs> Which is You know, you slip by the budget. button, you'd be like, oh, dang Oh, dang I do
2: that all the damn time. I be like I didn't mean to do, go to the person. I didn't want them to know that I didn't want to uh, answer that text message from last week. And I'm still hiding from them.
4: <laughs> right.
2: Which is Shout a real to thing to listen. Definitely, because you, um, you, you, you have a record with them, right?
4: Yeah, that's actually my, my birthday twin. Hey,
2: so yeah, working my with Duvaux and, um, you you know, you guys having that same like mine and having that record together, what is that like in that chemistry? Because a lot of people don't understand the log- the psychological behind working with the same individuals that have the same sign as you.
4: Um, I think, um, well, I, I definitely understand him. I definitely understand mm-hmm. his quirky, weird, unorthodox way of thinking. Um, he lives in it he lives a lot in his head and so his ideas are so random and so it sometimes they take over him but i understand that um right and so it's easy for me to keep up with him he i don't think he's used mm-hmm. to having people keep up with him so he's always explaining stuff but i'm like yeah. one person he doesn't have to explain it to like you know he he and and that's just and that's just you know. You got music um, playing
2: on the other phone. My goodness, my okay.
4: It's all right. And that's just you know like minded. I I I understand what he's doing or when he's thinking of trying to do something. It's like I can meet him halfway because I get it. Yeah. You know um and that's what that's what kind of like makes it a little bit easier to work with uh someone who's you know born on the same day um and mm-hmm. the and the same you know personality
2: right so how did you guys come up with that nasty record because it's going crazy you guys got jacques on it and you guys got Tank
4: on that so the record was done in actually 2018 it was slated for (laughs) trey and i played it for trey back i played it for trey back then and he was like yo you should you should um you should play that for jacques i was like really that was not the answer i was trying to get from him but
0: okay (laughs) all
4: right (laughs) so um it took a while before I got to Jacquees, but I did play it. He did like the song. it just he just never recorded it. but ball mm. um came to uh for me to re- produce his vocal on another song, and okay. so after we finished that song, um, I kind of like was talking about you know you need to you know we need to do something together and he's like, "What you got and so um that was one of the songs I played him, and as soon as he heard it he he loved it immediately. But then he got into his head, trying to think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, can I do uh, can I do this? Um, And I'm like, man, just try it. Yeah, like you, know what yeah, I mean? like, you and got nothing to lose If you just give it a little, you know, push. And if you sound whack, I'm just going to laugh. That's all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a, and you want to call him and tell him
2: what, what, how it's going to sound right and sound wrong.
4: Mr. Funny Man, you gay. Hey, listen, you know, you, right. you're a laughing guy. I'm going to laugh at you if it don't sound right. But he did really well. Right. And, um. It came out really good, and I think at the end of that, it was like, "Yo, Jacques already knew the record; he already, you know, knew of the record." Um, right. But then when I told him that Duvall did it and he wants to get you on it, he was down. And the, it was slated for the concept of the bridge was was was, was slated for Jamie Foxx, um, mm. and so okay. uh, du, Duvall they kept. I guess they kept like crossing, you know, just time. The time couldn't add up to get together for him to do it, and Duval ran into Tank, and Tank heard it, and Tank got on it immediately. So it turned out to be a great combination either way. Um, It's definitely definitely one of those records that is like a classic, but it just needs that extra industry push, if you will, to get it to be a mainstream song.
2: Exactly. And speaking of classic, you're heavily inspired by – Stevie Wonder, you've had the privilege of working with him. The whole idea of songbook came from, you know, from Stevie Talkin Wonder. Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking book. So let's talk about, you know, like four records that were like those records that you can listen to all the time from the time they came out to now and be like, this is what made me fall in love with the works of Stevie Wonder.
4: Oh, this, this Stevie Wonder songs? Mm-hmm. Um, Ribbon in the Sky. Um... Let's see. That girl. Mm. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna say this because this to me represents one song, and that's
0: yeah.
4: Talking book, the whole album. That's one song. Yeah.
1: Right? So I can't. We can do, we can
4: do that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't take one off. It's when I started, I have to finish it. So that's that's list. That's three. Cause that's that's the whole thing. Um. Um. Do I do? Because I love that song. It's it's, uh, it's it's definitely a dope a dope up temple record because he has a lot of ballads. He's not really known for a lot of up temples but Do I do? And then All oh, I Do. Oh
1: man. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. So those four. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And what was it about Stevie's work that draws you to him?
4: His voice, his runs, his arrangements, his unorthodox, unorthodox arrangements, uh, really captured me. Because, according to theory, Stevie Wonder would play chords that don't technically go, but because he right. puts lyric and melody to it, it makes it official. So uh-huh. I always, I was always amazed at how he he put chords that were not supposed to technically go but he will connect it with the lyrics by singing the melody and connecting. It's so dope. To this day, it's uh-huh. like master, it's like wizardry. It's like the way he just sings the chords and the lyrics and the melody together. It's,
2: un- it's like no other. Right. Literally. Yeah, Stevie's amazing. So now I want to also talk about the fact that you were at one time supposed to be coming out with the album when you first started, like you were a signed yes. artist. And then – during that time period, you had you were in a bad, you know, contract situation. So learning the music business before fully getting into the business or learning the business while being in the business, how important is that for artists, songwriters, producers,
1: managers,
2: publishers, publishers the whole nine yards before they actually, you know, get
4: themselves in deep? Because they can get in some contracts that they won't be able to come up under. Yeah. But you were able I to think- – I think um God got me out of that actually that was the only mm-hmm. that's the only way I got out of that. but here's the funny thing about the music industry is that you actually can't go to any school to learn it. You have to definitely yep. learn it by trial and error. There's no way to yeah. the music industry because the music industry is 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 a bunch of individuals that that is just scattered it, like just because I did it with this person and it worked. I can do the same thing with this person, and it doesn't work. So it's like, right? It does. You you can go to school for it, but then if they say you're supposed to duh, and you do duh, and it doesn't work with that person, yeah. Then it's like, did you learn right? Oh, you learned right. They yeah. just can t- teach you how to do it to that person. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a hands-on thing. You can't, you know, even in 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 nurturing and developing talent there's no price you could put on it because it's like it's, true. it's too it's too extensive. Um, so Way it's, extensive. it's Yeah. It, and so um, you have to just learn it by trial and error and hopefully surround yourself by people who have the experience so that you don't really have to do anything so drastic as to sign your life away.
2: Uh huh. And before we even get to artist development, because that is a key thing that is so important in this business, we're starting to see it a little bit with some of these, younger artists, but we don't see it as much. But before we even get to that, that moment where you said, I need to get out of this contract and I need to get into a new situation and I just need to be a songwriter and a producer. You know, what what was that sense of
4: urge for you to just get out of that and to well, go well, follow your passion? Once I knew that the contract was really, really bad, mm-hmm. uh, my connection with Timmy Register who I ended up meeting, um, for him to uh, mix my record, my single that was yeah. supposed to come out. Um, because he worked at Motown, he was an A&R at Motown. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a liking to me and bought me out of that contract, which was huge. But again, only God could mm-hmm. do that. Like, right. I, it, it, and then to to end up, you know, working with some Motown artists, Billy men being one of them, um, and just to knowing who I am, knowing my personality. Yeah. I know me. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to yeah. probably say something that's not politically correct. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do Was all the things okay. correct and if you want it's yeah. going gonna, gonna, to I'm going to mess something up. So you know what? I don't want to I don't want the light on me. I don't want the, the I don't want the the attention because the responsibility for the attention. I don't want that. I want to be able to walk go somewhere where I want to go. I don't want to be able to have right. the plan schedule around because I don't have a security guard or I don't want to have to do that. I just wanna be free. Mm-hmm. Um and be it's able, not
2: for everybody.
4: Nope. And it wasn't for me at all. <laughs> One of the best decisions I ever made in my life to to just be behind the scenes and I get joy out of helping others, you know, yeah. be what they say and they I want so to be
2: you are really passionate when it comes to music. Like, you don't fuck around when it comes to this. Like, you you really give your all into, like, the guidance when it comes to the vocal production, even with, you know, doing the work that you've done with um, K. Michelle, Kevin Ross, Mm -hmm. like, all those different artists, Devin as well. You know, you are constantly, like, let me show you. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure that you do it the right way versus doing it the wrong way. If even if you got to do it ten damn times, you gotta, and you better know it.
0: Ten,
4: that's nice. How about hundred? Yeah, oh yeah, that's
2: my <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you might be in there fifty times. Yeah, a hundred times over.
0: Yeah,
4: for sure. But yeah, that's if it, it's, it's whatever it takes. It's definitely whatever it takes to. And if it's your goal and your dream that you say you want it, why should somebody have to want it more than you? I shouldn't yeah. have to yell at you to do something over and over again and it's to help you, you know what I mean? So, But this generation is different.
2: Can we, they, can we they, talk, they, can they, talk about that a little bit more, why people don't want to dream as much as they say they do and they expect more from others? Why is that the case? I, I've noticed that with young talent versus older talent, and that's in any lanes of business.
4: You know what the difference is? The mm-hmm. internet. The ha. internet suggests we can get it now. They can tell me yep. how I sound right now. I ain't got to wait for y'all to tell me. Like like right. if someone says to me, how does my song sound? My reaction will probably be like, it's cool. Keep going.
0: See, mm-hmm.
4: they don't want that. The internet says, yo, that's dope. Yo, you should put that out. And I'm like, you know what? If that's what they say and that gets you hyped, just understand yep. that once you put it out, that's just one day.
2: Yep. One once you day. put
4: it out, it's just that day. That's it. Then right. you
2: gotta You're do it again.
4: Instagram so, yes. So that's just one day. Next week, you like trying to think of how to do it again, just to get that quick fix. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying to you, keep going, is to master it, master it, so that when you put that one song out, it lasts at least a month. Right. So, did you?
2: How did you learn? how to, like, actually vocal produce and, like, songwriter per se, because I know that that's probably, like, the biggest question that a lot of people have asked you, but I, I me, myself, personally, I want to know how you, you know, you learned
0: that. Well, I
4: just, I just actually listen, listen, growing up to, to Stevie Wonder and, mm-hmm. and just people who, great songwriters, like Rod Temperton, and just analyzing the formula and seeing how they wrote, and when they went up, and when they did down, and when they broke, and when they, when they paused, when they the melody they chose I just I think I just automatically gravitated towards how they did it babyface um how they just I don't know I just analyzed the song and and when I go to write I want it to feel and flow like whatever song that's inspired me to do it um as right. far as productions the same thing like I want to produce like clean I want to make the tracks I want to put everything I hear it in, in my ear that I hear but uh-huh. I don't want to get in the way with the vocals. So it's just, just really studying all the great people, and Lewis, LA FaZe, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones, Teddy Riley, that I grew up on that inspired me. Um, and and even going back to the seventies, um yeah. it's just analyzing and, and just yeah, the seventies. I grew up in the seventies. So it's it's like, you know, the sense, the way the sense were in their songs and their the, the bass notes. I mean, the bass sounds that they use to make it warm. All those mm-hmm. things stuck with me. So when I make tracks, even now today, it's like there is always an element that represents, you know, each era of that I grew up in. Right. I flip it in there, even with you know with Trey songs. Um, Trey and I say this. I say this modestly, but Trey is is it is, is the inner Troy Taylor. You know, everything yeah. that Troy Taylor would have done as an artist, I put into Trey. And so um, it's a feeling more so. When Trey and I get together, it's a feeling. We we don't do it because we want money or anything from that. It's, it's Mostly it's funny because we do everything <clears throat> that's like silly. And the best yeah. work that we've
0: ever done came from us being just acting silly.
1: Go to, to me, you had been that's what I, I never told you. Check my phone if you were it, the password is your birthday, and I ain't keep the secrets for you. Gotta suffer over stuff I ain't do Yeah, you got a good thing going Don't mess up something, don't over misplaced emotions Oh, i check my phone if you worry The password is your birthday And I ain't keep the secrets for you, baby uh uh-huh.
2: trailer interview. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. But let's go ahead and get into this Rob Markman interview, you guys. I want to say thank y'all for tuning in so much. It has been greatly appreciated. Uh, for everybody who tuned in, shout-outs to Rob, shout-outs to Sean, shout-outs to Troy, you know, for the amazing interviews. You know, we've been chatting with them. So here's the interview with Rob. Uh, actually, and we'll go Back and we'll um you know continue to give you guys
0: more. of the amazing IG
1: Lab that we Keep on
2: so definitely yes, check them out. More of them next week that you might have missed and all that other good stuff. You know we just we just making sure that everybody hears it and sees it. You know content is so key. It's a lot of amazing work. So you know we just want to make sure that you guys. See it.
0: So yeah, have a great night. getting into this Rob Markman interview, and I appreciate you guys. Hey.